Welcome back to the Tower Hill Podcast with Pat and Mike. On this week's episode, we review Nick Cirillo's Trust and Track Leadership Program and all it has to offer. Good morning, bro. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. Yeah, it's a good one. The day after the Nick Cirillo. Event. Yeah, big big day. We you know we've done done events in the past, and and Nick's uh, the latest event that we that we had was Nick Cirillo at Congressional Country Club. It's really cool. A lot over a hundred um, other business professionals there. Nick was generous enough to fly in from Chicago. We gave away a, gave away a slice of the pie, his his uh, his new book, to everybody, and just great. You know, I I just our business has very much been built around other great professionals, right? And and the value that we've added to them, and you know that that's the heart and soul of what we do is really add value to other great, great professionals, and in, in so doing, in that mastermind that 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 occurs, business has just has 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 come to be. Yeah. So really awesome, and Nick did a great job. His team, you know, you know they came in and, and did did amazing stuff. Yeah, so it really was excited cool to, to see um, Nick. Nick kind of starts off his presentation. And this is something that they they've obviously practiced and that they do pretty well and they get in front of groups frequently. I liked that it Nick then brought in folks two folks in particular who had come through his system of training and now had kind of become, you know, his managers, his yeah. You know his folks who are who are co-presenting up there with him. Yeah, so one of the ladies. One of the ladies had started as a server. I think maybe, maybe both of them had, and you know, and and now are traveling the world with them and and uh, and helping people understand how to treat employees, how to how to motivate, how to lead, how to do, how to really invest into into people in your organization, how to scale. Really mm-hmm. cool. Really, no, really cool. I, I thought it was very cool. And the Congressional Country Club connection was through Rory Coakley. Yeah, big, is, you know, thanks thanks to Rory. Great, you know, Rory's been uh, been a guy who's, you know, my first broker when I first got in the business, you know, 14 years ago now. I remember that. I remember um, your Coakley Realty signs. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and you know, so we maintained a great relationship there. So great to have him help out and, and, and be a big part of this. He first met Nick in Chicago and, and the rest is history. And, uh, and Jeff Miller, Jeff's a great business coach, just a great business leader. And it's, it was great to, to have Jeff and Rory as partners in this, in this whole thing. So yeah, you know, big and shout it, out to them. It was cool to see a couple of the folks who are in, who are in Tower Hill. New guys who've come to the brokerage who who got to attend. Yeah, Lawrence Hornbake. Lawrence was there. It was great, great to have Lawrence there. And you know, this is really you know for for people that are already established in their practice of real estate, getting them to think as business owners is really a, a huge part of what we do. Obviously, so so getting Lawrence out there and and sharing business ideas, you know how to, you know. He's looking to 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 find great people to surround himself with, so that he can go faster. So he can he can mm-hmm. build something, and that's the beauty of just listening to Nick. Right? He's out talking, but he has two huge restaurants with an average of a thousand people coming in on a weekend per night to each one of the restaurants, and you know, and a staff of how many do you say? You at any one time? I can't. I can't remember. But it was it, like, was, it was a lot. It was like between folks. twenty to fifty people at any at any given time. You know, and uh, that's pretty amazing. And he's highly leveraged, but he he bled into the into that 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 place. He literally built the first place with his own hands because he's a carpenter by trade prior to this, and and now he's at this place where because he's surrounded himself with amazing people. Now he's he's building another empire. Really, he's, he's building another empire that really is his passion, which is teaching, which is coaching, and, and getting this word out to other people. So, really cool to see the, see that in action. Yeah, and I also 
I'm, I'm really appreciative whenever anyone, any business owner comes and is willing to invest time, really their money, first of all, you know, to, to come to an event like that, but then their time to really step back from their business when everyone is very busy these days for an entire afternoon to invest into, you know, the culture of their companies, the people in their companies. That's really great to see. I mean, that's really encouraging to, to have that many folks in one room who are willing to do that. That was great. And, and that's that's it. I mean, to take four hours out of your, your busy week to to invest into yourself, you know, this is these are the habits of, of, of successful people too. They understand that you have to work on your business, not in your business all the time. And so to step back, I think for a lot of people in the room it was very natural. It's not that they're that they're slacking. You know, we had a lot of really high performers in there, and that that I think led to some great conversation afterwards, and and some great questions during. So it's all about the people in the room. Always yeah, is. for sure. So let's talk takeaways. Let's let's talk. Yeah. You know, sort of. I I know that you really liked this their, their value system. We have our own value system. We're mm-hmm. excited about. Let's talk their value system if that's cool with you, and let's jump into that. Yeah. So the the. Trust and Track Leadership Program, which they've implemented in their restaurants, and they're, they're, they were teaching to that yesterday. And so it's predicated on their seven values of Trust and Track. So I think for me, the biggest takeaway, and this was my biggest takeaway, I'm sure other people had, had it, was um, very clear and direct feedback, but done... The feedback loop, yeah, as the they call it. Yeah, feedback loop, and, but done in a very in a very charitable way. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't say it this way, but it's kind of my reflection on it was it's done in a very charitable way. Yeah. It's correction that doesn't, that doesn't step on the other doesn't person. Doesn't demean other people, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. It's correction to help someone in their growth, right? So it's very much focused on the other. Yeah. Right? And not something like, hey, I'm going to put myself above you and tell you that I'm better than you because I notice your flaws. Yeah. Right. So I thought I thought that was that was really key. And it's a I think it's something that's so critical. Like when we do our team meetings at the end of the week. Right. We always go through this this idea of what's working and what's not working. Mm-hmm. And so it's you create this space where folks can say, without any you know fear of anyone else kind of giving them a hard time or anything like that yep. but from their seat here's what's not working and typically it's something that is just something that's that hasn't gone right that week or it doesn't seem to be you know performing at an optimal level for some time and they're able to bring that to the group and the group can kind of bring bring in their own ideas to solve that issue and then we come usually come out with a really good resolution about who and what we can do about that particular. Oh, absolutely. And and frankly, I think some of our biggest innovations over the last two years since we've been doing this have come of what's not working and then innovating around that to, to get to a different place. So that really creating that space, whether individually or as a team, there's space for, for reflection on what where you're winning and, and where you need improvement, how you can right. move the ball forward in that way. And I think in a team dynamic, it gets a little hairy because especially if you're new to a team, maybe you don't want to be critical. Maybe you don't want to be seen as as critical. And so I've watched in our team how how the more people are willing to to really throw it out on the table, really have we have sort of a fight like family paradigm. Right. Right. And and you and I are family. (laughs) And so maybe that's why it's natural. But and Nick is family and and dad's family. Right. So (laughs) so maybe that's why it comes so naturally. But um, 
but there's this, let's get it out on the table. And the, and the thing about that is when you fight truly, when you fight like you're in family, right? When there's enough trust to, you know, in, in that family environment, in that, in that organizational environment to have healthy conflict, mm-hmm. to say, listen, I'm willing to get into conflict because the goal, the mission is at stake here. Right. right, and that's really what I loved about what Nick was talking about is the why is always very clear in the way that they're instructing, the way that they're coaching. Right, so instead of telling them, "Here's you're doing it wrong, do it this way," you're doing it like instead of saying that, there's the what do you do well today? What could you do better today? What do you think you could improve on today? Allow allow them. Here's what I think you did well today, mm-hmm. and then here's where I think. You could you could have improvement because we all need improvement, right? Right. And that 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 feedback loop that happens on a daily basis with them, which I thought was brilliant, right? Before people check out, and these are these are not independent contractors, like they're actual in many employees. they're employees, and right. so so before they check out, they're going through that, and in many ways, there's there's a self exam. Right, there's an exam of yourself, and and frankly, you know, I don't know anybody who's progressed in in any part of their life without having a systematic way to to examine themselves, their 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 mindset, the way the way in which they're posturing, the way in which you know they, they got into just how are you answering the phone, are you making eye contact with people, are you are you connecting with people at a deeper level, right? All right. of that, and, and it just makes makes a difference. And then the amazing result of that, you know, he was going through all the tips, you know, $1,000, $1,500, $2,500 tips that people have received at a pizza joint yeah. because he's enabling them to, to own their role in a totally different way because they have freedom. Right. Which is so cool, and and you know I, I love that 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 whole feedback loop. I think was really powerful. Yeah, and so his trust and track for for Nick, and he contrasted it with the idea of management as command and control. Yes, right. And so Old um, he had this kind of this anecdote, which I thought you know rings very true, is that command and control was very necessary when we were in a society where manufacturing was was the largest role that that. The, basically the largest employer. Sure, post-industrial you know? revolution. Exactly, and so you really needed a lot of precision. You didn't need a much innovation or thinking out of the box or anything like that. So, But he's saying that that's, that's antiquated and that folks really want to feel like their their job has a, has a purpose, right? And it's not just a purpose of, I'm just going to do this, you know, get out at a certain time, make this amount of money, go home, right? They want to feel like their actual work has a purpose. Sure. Well, and, and, and it's so easy. How easy would it be to be on an assembly line, which is really what he has? He's like got an assembly line, assembling pizzas, cooking them for a certain amount of time, right? And within that, right, in an assembly line, they're, they're just, and they're cranking out, you know, 800 pizzas in a night. Mm-hmm. It can feel pretty, I imagine that can feel pretty rote, right? Yeah. And so really allowing people to, to, to have a lot of freedom in that at the same time producing a high level of product that doesn't compromise that's really excellent i mean he talked about this is not this is no chuck e cheese 
you know, where you're going in and nothing wrong with Chuck E. Cheese, but it's, it's really catered to the kids and the, and the, the parents are kind of left wanting for great cuisine <laughs> and, um, and perhaps a or great, cuisine great family general. experience, yes. right? Or an undistracted experience. So contrasting that or fine dining experiences where the kids are sort of a burden and, the, and it's felt by the parents. And you know, when you go into a restaurant, it, it, you feel that, well, there's a human element that, that, that he's really hit on that allows for that. And I think you're right. It's, it's, it's allowing for even the most rote process to have a purpose and have people own that. And I love, you know, the, I think it comes of his empowering them to continue their growth within the organization. They see, and I, I love the system he has. He has a system. He's, he's a <clears throat> systematized guy that, you know, if you want to make more money, you need to educate yourself. You actually need to, you need to, to, to get back in the classroom and yeah, become so you, become more. You need to actually get um you need to actually get certifications. Yeah. And I, I love I mean it's, it's the Zig Ziglar like be do have. Like you have to be more in order to do more if you want to have more, right? right? But it's all it always comes from this this idea of of becoming more and that uh, fundamental to that is is education, investing in yourself in that way. Yeah, and I thought that was that was a great synergy. Completely different industries obviously, but the idea that you know, an organization company really does have to have to be valuable to you and that they're willing to invest in your growth. Yeah. Right. And they, they can never stop. They can never think that, that you're done growing and be satisfied with that. Sure. You know, so you can see in Nick's, Nick's people, they've gone from servers to the people on stage with him teaching these concepts, right? It's like, there's, that's a direct opportunity for advancement. Yeah. And I think, then the in if we bring it back into our industry in the brokerage industry, you really have to look at it as if you're going to hire a broker as a real estate agent, um, are they willing to continually invest in your growth? Like, mm-hmm. and that's their singular focus, right? Is that they are going to continue to find ways to invest in your growth, right? And frankly, they, even if that means you leave them. Oh yeah. Right. Like that, that's, that's the thing that he said. He said, I'm not afraid. I've got a kid who left and he's going to Colorado. He's going to open his own company. He's going to open his own business. And I said to him, but Nick, isn't this an amazing talent pool for your growth as well? Because you're, you're home growing talent that allows you to go open other places. And he said, yeah, absolutely. In fact, that kid who's going to Colorado also asked me if I would consider opening a Nick's as well. Right. So when you invest into people authentically right. and give them no ceiling to their growth, it's amazing. And, and it's, it's very counterintuitive. I've, I've sat with other brokers, good, good people with the best of intentions who say, Pat, if you teach these skills of being a great business owner, people will leave you. And our philosophy has always been, well, if we don't teach them that, we have no business training. Yeah. Right? We, we don't, we, they, <laughs> they should leave They us. don't want to hang out with us anyway. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, and I, that's, there was such a, such a, a, a validation in that to see Nick having grown in a relatively short time to re, to the, to, to the most successful pizza places in Chicago. And is the sort of one of the pizza capitals of the world. New York may, may dispute that. Um, <laughs> Luckily our, our New York fan base is, is exactly. far enough away really, that they yeah. won't, they won't take out their pitchforks. Exactly. And, so, but that's, that's really pretty amazing that he's been able to penetrate that market that's super saturated by investing into people, right? He doesn't talk about the pizza. He talks about the people. And right. the reason he's been able to grow his brand is because of the people, not because of the, the homemade, you know, the family recipe. That ha- the quality has to be there, obviously. Yeah, the, right, the right people ensure the quality. I think that we, 
we have we always have the temptation as a new brokerage to fall into the trap of let's just talk about our our you know what can we what can we offer you that's very discreet technology an office space those types of things right like so what are the that's always the temptation is like we just got to wow them with things yeah. And then they'll come in here and they'll like us. And then they'll be able to hang out with us. Yeah. Right? My Rather, long flowing hair is not doing it anymore. No, it's yeah. definitely not. <laughs> yeah, that asset has left us a, a couple of years ago. Um, but, you know, aside from that, you know, that's a big loss. But aside from that, like, there's, we have to talk about the people, the yeah. investment that we personally are going to have into folks, right? Yeah. Whether we can, whether we can actually sit down with every single person in the brokerage or not on a weekly basis, you know, that's probably not tenable in the long term as we scale and grow. But well, and, and there are ways for us to be able to to have systems in place where we can we can teach and invest into those folks in a digital format too. Well, there's that as leverage of technology, but frankly, it's also just a leverage of other great talent, right? I mean, and we've seen it with our, with our clients just in building Kilner group is that frankly, our clients, because I'm, because I'm not, not, going out on listing appointments doesn't mean that they get less. In fact, they get more because they put systems and great talent in place. Right. So, so that's, that's the challenge is to, to, you know, he told a story about his dad and how his dad, his dad had a, had a hot dog joint and he yeah, said, showed a picture. Yeah. He showed, showed this, you know, looked like a trailer with, you know, hot dog, you know, picture <laughs> on the front of it. It was great. You know, and that's where he learned. He said he got his first MBA there and told the story about his dad and his dad saying, you know, Nick, you can't do more than one restaurant. It just doesn't work. I've seen guys do it. They fail. They fall on their face. They, they get too big for their britches. And so he grew up with that mentality. And what he realized is that by surrounding himself with amazing people and putting systems in place to allow for their growth and then getting the heck out of their way, that was what would allow him to grow. And he settled on his third property, right? So he's got two massive, you know, operations um, with tons of great people already. And he's settling on his third. And we've got friends, you know, up in Boston, you know, who, who have the Hardy boys, the Hardys, the Hardy boys. Yes. They wrote the books now. Um, (laughs) Joe and Edge, dear friends of ours, and you know their first climbing gym was a real trial, right? That was just tough because you're going through everything. Now they're not showing up to 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 set lines or to or to greet people. They're showing up to to cast vision and to see who the next leaders are going to be for the next project, right? And now they're I think they're six in six or seven gyms in now yeah, in, really in cool. about as many years. <laughs> And the momentum talk keeps about going it, faster. Talk about a different industry. Yeah, but, but um, I mean, they're, they're, by the way, there's two guys we should fly down who would have an amazing story to tell because, you know, tremendous enterprise, but it's been all about people. Yeah. It happens that they're that they're passionate about the sport that they're that they're conveying, right? But it's it's where they're where they're getting the most satisfaction, I think, in talking to them is is in the people. So and what they've figured out is this this what what Nick calls reciprocal clear feedback system, right? And that 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 consistency of it in you know in in the trust and track system. I wanna hit on sort of a final thing. Um self-awareness and humility, right? This is at, at, the, yeah, at the bottom at of the, the seven values of, of trust and track. He's, he's got this, you know, the, the, the final value is self-awareness and humility. I wanted to get your sense of, you know, how, how you think that played out in, in, in what you heard yesterday. Well, I think, I think it was evident. It was evident in a lot of the things that they talked about is that without this, without, uh, so humility first, without, without a real, 
sense of humility in especially those who are in management positions, right? There, there's this really is no ability for growth in other folks, right? Yeah. You have to recognize that your own shortcomings and the other short, you know, and shortcomings of the other people, as well as your talents, yeah. right? So the flip side of humility would be magnanimity, mm-hmm. recognizing your own talents and, and your own God-given gifts. But the system really does does fall apart if there's a lot of ego involved, mm. right? Especially from management. Yeah. And so I think that you have to, that has to be a core value for them. Yeah. Well, I think that that allows them to have the open books that they have, right? Right. He talked. He talked about. He told a story about allowing his employees to see what he makes. Right. Everybody else could see what everyone else makes, but to allow the executives' income to be up there, six six figure incomes to be up there, and you got seventeen year old kids, sixteen year old kids, and he was worried about it. Right. He felt he felt the, there was this sort of creeping self-awareness of, gee, am I really worth that? And do I want to show that to everybody? It took a lot of humility to put that up there. So this is the best thing he did, because what the kids saw was, hey, if I learn these things that you're willing to teach me, I can do that, too. That's really cool. And so what it did is blew open the horizon. Right. And I've always loved, you know, someone once said, you know, as I, I was hitting hitting the ceiling at one point in my career, someone said, "Well, I think you just need a new friend, new set of friends. You need to go hang out with people that that open up your your horizons, right? Doesn't mean your your old friends are bad, but it means you need to, on a professional level, you got to go find people who who open a horizon to you. And what an amazing thing that at a pizza joint, the 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 founder is 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 really all about opening the horizons of a 16, 17, 18 year old." Or a forty-year-old single mom, mm-hmm. right? Which, which he told a story about about one of those ladies and how you know how how this has really transformed her life as well. So, really, I think uh, the, the the biggest takeaway is our businesses are a vehicle to transform lives, right? And if we decide that we're going to 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 be in business, there's probably no more exciting way to go about what we do than to invest deeply into people. Mm-hmm. But it requires this self-awareness and humility on a leadership level, and that transfers. But it, it has to, you know, it, it transfers through the, the structure, the, you know, for, for lack of a better word, the hierarchical structure of, of a great organization. And that humility allows it to get out. So great stuff. Um, again, Nick, thanks. If you're listening, uh, thanks so much for, for coming out. Um, I'd be honored if Nick was listening yeah, to this. Yeah, hopefully he is. And, uh, and it's just great to to see everybody out there yesterday. And Mike, thanks, man. Great stuff today. Yeah. Thank you for being here on this Friday. Nick, the one of our Nick B's over here is giving us a wrap-up sign. Yeah, so yeah. We got to go. Hey, can I give a quick shout out to Sally, who new agent came in um, less than 90 days ago um, has gone through some of our training and is settling her first two transactions in the next week. So great that's job, Sally. And that's pretty awesome. Um, really excited for you. It's been, you know, she's learned a ton and she's going to have an amazing career. So yeah, you know who you are. Super excited. And uh, super, yeah, it's going to be an amazing, amazing career for her. So great stuff. All right, brother. Until next week. Bye, right, bud. See you. Thank you for listening to the Tower Hill Podcast. Subscribe to our SoundCloud or iTunes for more episodes and visit our website, towerhillrealty.com for blog posts and more information on our company.